This is Rebels Without a Clue. What an intro. That worked for me. I kind of like that. That was good. That Anything was where good. I get to mention balls is funny. Yeah, you yeah. do like to Especially talk about in balls. that lingo. You like to talk about balls a little bit too much. Oh, really? You have an affinity for balls. How do, what guy doesn't? There's a fair, there's a lot. There's a fire. There's a fire. <laughs> All right. Um, but let me let me put it to you this way: If someone mentions the brain, what's your first thought that pops into your head? Someone's nutsack. Yeah, but do you want to do it straight away? Yeah, well, I tend there to do it. There you go. It. That's okay. my. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, your you, affinity you, with balls. You've got a valid point of view yeah, here. A brain. <laughs> so yeah, so welcome guys again, and for another week of fucking shenanigans to our pop culture podcast, which you forgot to mention before. Sorry, we got a bit distracted by the fact of balls again. Yeah, you just... Yeah, balls. Yeah. Always balls. I get it out of my mouth now. <laughs> oh, yuck! Literally. Mm, mm. Balls in the mouth. Mm, yummy. Give me your arancini. Mm, you got a pube in between your teeth. Mm, pick it out for me. Mm, it's my tongue. Okay, anyways. Okay, that's getting very off track. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> I was always going to take that deep, dark path. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't already guessed guys by the intro to the show um this week's episode is ace ventura specifically In, yeah specifically when nature calls the sequel now from what i gathered that you know there's actually a lot of people that actually haven't watched it that i i find it very very surprising yeah i know because for me personally as a kid when i was growing up and when these movies came out i actually watched when nature calls first. Yeah, so did I. I didn't see the original until later on. Yeah. And watching the two, for me, till this day, I still think when nature calls is funnier. Well, funnily enough, um, number two was made on a budget of 30 million and it worldwide took $212 million. <laughs> Whereas Fuck number me. one was made on a budget of 42 million yeah. and it only took $186 million. So, so there you go. The numbers speak for themselves. The sequel was better. Yeah. It grossed more and it had a smaller budget as well. Mm. But then again, I think from the first movie, I wonder how much of the budget went to Danny Marino. Yeah, that's a valid point. <laughs> yeah. It, it's hard not to think that there would have been a good portion of that that would have actually oh, have been yeah. paid to him. Yeah. To get him in there, fucking oath it would have been. Especially for a no-name movie at the time yeah. that starred Jim Carrey. He's like, well, okay. Sure. This is definitely one of Jim Carrey's early ones. Yeah. This is probably not long after his SNL, sorry, SNL sort of stint. Yeah. And I suppose there was a lot at the time that he was really doing, like that mid-90s, Dumb and Dumber, Cable Guy. Yeah. All those sorts of films. I don't think he'd done Dumb and Dumber before Ace 1. No, he hadn't. Yeah, Ace 1 came first. Yeah. And then Dumb and Dumber. And, and then, then after, I think it was after Dumb and Dumber he did Cable Ace Guy. 2. Did he do Ace 2 before or after Cable Guy? Uh, well, let me fact check that for you. Yeah, because I've got a feeling he did it before Cable Guy. I think Cable Guy came later on. Gable Guy. Cable Guy, I said. Bradley. Cable Guy. It's just a speed bump, Stephen! <laughs> it's the only line I remember from that whole movie. Okay, so the Cable Guy came out in 1996. Yeah. At, oh, and Ventura came out, Nature Calls, 95. See? Okay, okay. So it was a year after. Yeah. And so, then, <clears throat> when did Liar Liar came out? 
Oh, that was a lot long after. That was like towards late 90s. I think 99 from memory? 97. Oh, okay. So he, he literally dominated that scene for oh, a while. Oh, in the 90s, yeah. yeah. Especially the comedy scene. Oh, well, you think there wasn't really... Apart it. from him and Robin Williams, there really mm. weren't many prevalent Yeah, they like, were definitely comedians. the kings of comedy oh, in the 90s. And then also Eddie Murphy. In the 90s, you think? Beverly or you Hills think, Cop. Yeah, but you think that was... Do you think he his was feeding, reign was more late 80s? No, no, no. But he was feeding into early 2000s as well when he did like Nutty Professor and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So he had it, kind of a resurgence. Yeah, he did. He you did. Know, during the 90s, you had what? Uh, Golden Child? Yeah. Uh, coming uh, to America. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, you had Boomerang. Yeah. Was it? That was... Just, that was I remember strange. that being weird. It's just a weird movie and mm. I think there's a training in it. I don't know. I, I was a bit oh, no, taken no. back by that, to be honest. Yeah. It's one that you kind of like, meh. You didn't um, think much of it. Yeah, but mm. do you want to maybe just give people an indication of where they can uh, reach us before we start so they're aware? I thought I'd do that at the end. Yeah, do it at the start as well because what I've been noticing, a lot of podcasts do it at the start. Yeah, and they're probably, and most listeners probably don't make it to the end. Yeah. So. Hopefully if they make it five minutes in, they'll probably hear this because if you haven't done so already, guys, <clears throat> Be sure to go like and subscribe us on Instagram at Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter Rebels Without a 1, and Facebook Rebels Without a Clue Podcast. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, iTunes, uh, pretty much every podcast app that's uh, yeah, out there. So yeah. just look us up at Rebels Without a Clue and fucking listen to us some of our episodes. Yes, yes. And if you have any suggestions of what you would like to hear us discuss, especially considering we're so articulate at times, oh yeah, um, just shoot us a message or comment or whatever on one of our posts, and we'll definitely hit it up. Because to shout out again, and I will mention Grant again for yep. um getting through to us on Instagram and yep. sending us some. Some pretty cool questions and yep. topics for us to discuss at later dates. So um, keep it up, man. Um, and if anyone else out there has some, fucking send them through because we really do Any suggestions would any be greatly of, appreciated. Any sort of suggestions or comments you guys have. Yep. So um, shoot us a line. Yeah, spot on. And you can all, if you want to, email us. Email us. Yeah, we do have an email address. That is true. It's uh, pretty sure it's rebels without a clue... Well, that's like one of the um, podcasts that I listen to. I don't know why I sung the email address. Um, it's uh, Rebels Without a Clue 3 at gmail.com. Okay. Um, I've been listening to this Paranormal Mysteries podcast. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. His layout is amazing. Okay. So what he does, he actually gets people to send in it through email or like he's got a text line and they send in stories of, you know, paranormal encounters that they've had. So he reads them out and then he'll get people on the line who are like credited for being you know uh, demonic possession people like investigators so then they'll debunk the story and talk about it and the possibilities behind it's fucking so clever like the layout because it catches you when it's people's personal stories and Mm -hmm. you're like holy fuck this actually happened to a person and of course you want to talk about it after so when they get someone who's got actual expertise in the area and you sit there and you're listening like, oh, fuck, this is this is intense. So really good layout, really good layout. So are you trying to say that you're trying to plug someone else's podcast on our own podcast? No, no. Because you kind of sounded like it did and you got a bit of a hard-on for this particular one. I do have it, a hard-on, right now. What is it? What? Uh, what? It's, it's called Paranormal Mysteries. There we go. Yeah. 
So if you don't want to listen to our shit, you can listen to him instead and give him some more subscribers. Well, I, I think he's awesome. got hundreds of thousands as it is. Oh, well, he'll probably get more. Yeah. Well, he's gotten me lately, so... Yeah. <laughs> but anyways... So back to the topic at hand. Yes. Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Now, it came out in, what was it, 95? 96. 90, was it 95? 95, and came cable by 96? 96, yes. Correct. So it came out in 95, and honestly... For me, this to me is my favorite Jim Carrey movie of all time. Yeah, hands down. Second to The Mask. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, look, I'd put The Mask up there as well. 100%. Um, I don't feel like the Pet Detective one yeah, really didn't... did much for me. It wasn't that funny. Um, it wasn't as funny as When Nature Calls. No, not at all, not at all. Um, because you then... think about it, like even... Without even discussing the movie, you'll rip out random lines from Ace Ventura out of the blue. And you can keep going with it. And they're still fucking it. funny. Yeah, I know. I know. And that they're like applicable in today's humor. Because mm. if you are like me and Tony and you do like a bit of stupid slash toilet humor, this is the movie for you. There is a lot of stupid shit in this that has a lot of volume in terms of I comedy. just thought it was not only stupid, but it was a mix of stupid and slapstick. Mm, mm. A lot, there was a fair bit of slapstick comedy in this movie. Yeah. Which is funny. Slapstick's funny. And I like the fact that they've incorporated a bit of leeway for Carey to do his own improv. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you were telling me before we started um, that he really wasn't interested in doing When Nature Calls. No. So from what I gathered after a bit of reading... Um, the initial director and Jim Carrey didn't see really eye to eye. So That's he Steve was... Steve O'Dirk. No, no, no. No. So Steve Oderkirk... Sorry. Um, ...is actually one of Jim Carrey's close mates. Right. So okay. when the initial director and Jim Carrey were in the planning stages of the film, yep. they didn't really see eye to eye on the concept of what they wanted to bring to the screen. So the director essentially pulled out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Jim Oderkirk got involved and then that was the only... I suppose, tipping point for Jim Carrey to actually do it. Right, okay. Um, and that's who actually convinced him to get as much money as he did under the initial contractual obligations. So when I said before that the budget of the film was $30 million, Jim Carrey actually got $15 million of that. So it kind of is an indication that they needed to pay arm and a leg to actually get him to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, which is kind of concerning that you'd feel like that was kind of a love and passion, I thought initially watching it but after reading that 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 shocks me yeah me too i never would have thought just looking at his performance and like re-watching it again like i did the past couple of nights i never would have thought by watching him perform in that movie that he didn't want to be there yeah it didn't seem that way no i, I didn't get that vibe at all Nah, he seemed like he wanted to be there and he was having a lot of fun with the role but he wasn't which yeah is, it's kind of but I kind of feel kind of like with Jim Carrey, though, I feel like there's a real hit or miss. Like, I think he'd either really love, love, love a script or he'd be hell-bent against it. I don't feel like there's a middle ground. Yeah. Whereas I feel like certain other comedic actors, like I'd look at um, Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams, they'd be willing to compromise on doing a part that they know potentially is going to get a lot of audience attention. But again, that's just me. Yeah, I think Eddie Murphy, yes. Robin Williams, probably not so much. Um, well, I look at what dreams may come, one of his movies. Yeah, but that's not really a comedy. No, that was made as no, more of was... an art house style film. Yeah, so and this is what I'm saying. I think that like... was him more bre- branching out into more like into, I guess, more into more his artistic sort of styling. Yeah. But apparently, that movie, I haven't 
I don't think I've ever watched it. It's but I've heard from a lot of people when you're re- like watching it like now with a better understanding, you kind of you get a better appreciation for that movie, and it's actually better than originally thought. The, yeah, well, I watched it as a young kid, and it made kind of no sense to me. Yeah. But growing up and then rewatching it, I found there was so many different themes and ideas throughout the movie that you could relate to and kind of made more sense. And you kind of get a better understanding of Robin Williams as a person picking that sort of part. Right. Because you kind of know that, yes, he's got the comedic side and whatever, but then it felt very natural watching him do that sort of a part because then that kind of filters into whole what he did with Patch Adams. Yeah. And he's got that serious side to him and it works wonders. Like he was fucking amazing in that. He was. Um, and I, I put that up there as my favourite of Robin Williams alongside Jumanji. Do you like Jumanji that much? I fucking love Jumanji. Fuck. I don't know why. I think it's just the nostalgic value of it. you really put that over Hook? Yeah. Really? Any day of the week. Dude. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, we're, get, we're talking about the wrong comedian here. That's true. Jim. Jim, like he's your best mate. Fucking Jimmy. If he was my mate, you'd call him Jimmy. Okay. But anyway, so Mr. Carey. Mr. Okay, okay, we're progressing. Mr. Carey. A bit more formalised now. I like this. I'm, I'm becoming for, more formal now. Yeah, okay. Okay, where's your suit and tie, cunt? <laughs> I don't know. I left it at the temple with the sling. You'd be the type to wear a fucking t-shirt with a suit and tie on it. No, I wouldn't. I'm going to put you in that bandwagon. I wouldn't do it. Okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree. If it's one thing that I wouldn't do is that I wouldn't do the stupid t-shirt with the shirt and tie print on it. Okay. Well, let's I, hope I can't so. stand that. Okay, I good. Hate I'm it. glad I we're actually, on the same page. I actually think it's fucking stupid. 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 It's that, it's that dumb. It's that dumb. It's stupid. Okay. Not stupid. Stupid. All right. Um, so, overall, how do you feel in terms of excluding the nostalgic aspect of the film? Because yeah. obviously we watched it growing up. Yeah. Rewatching it now, do you still find that same... Um, I, I, it's not even relatability, but like just that enjoyment out of it. I still laughed at the exact same parts I've always laughed at. It still makes me laugh now. It's still funny. It is. It is. And again, I think that's partly because our humor, as fucked up as this is to say, it really hasn't changed much since I was a child. Like I do like dark humor now, mm. which is probably my forte, but I definitely think when I feel like watching something really stupid that I know it's guaranteeing me a laugh, yeah, I go to Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah, definitely. Even like, I know that was one of my, mine and my sister's favorites as well. Yeah. Um, to be able to sit there and just laugh at the most ridiculous fucking comments. So, no, I get what you're saying. I do get it. Like, for me, it didn't lose any of it. I know I say this word a lot, but it didn't lose any of its luster. Yeah. Like, I still... Enjoy watching it, and I still laugh at the same parts, no matter how many times I watch it. Yeah. If anything, I just like watching it again. I picked out little parts that I didn't recognize when I was younger. It was mostly the score that I didn't pick from when I was younger. As in, you didn't pay too much attention to. Yeah, I didn't pay too much attention to the music. I re- always remember like the the title song Shakaka. Yeah. Like the. That always stuck in my head. Okay. But then there were other little scores throughout the movie. I'm like, wait, I didn't recognize. I don't remember hearing that. I don't remember hearing that. Yeah. Fuck, that's cool. But do you know what, as well? Like, now we look at movies differently. Obviously, doing a podcast as well, you learn to pay attention to different aspects of the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you're not watching it purely just for entertainment value, but you've also kind of got an, another eye on cinematography and themes and all this sort of shit. Mm. I think it's just obviously as you become a bit smarter and yeah. educated, yeah. that's kind of what you start to pick up as well. What did you th- Do you think that they had any sort of like, I guess, 
not really themes that slapped you in the face, but they had some underlying themes in the movie that they kind of wanted to sort of push. Um, I, I, I didn't feel there was anything completely overwhelming because I know doing the research, there was a lot that Jim Carrey was saying about he was worried about the actual portrayal of the natives. Yeah. Um, and that's why he was kind of partially, from what I was reading, offended by it. Okay. So. This is, I'm talking, you know, five or six years after its release yeah. when they re-interviewed him and spoke to him about it. And he was saying that initially when they were filming it, they kind of made the tribes people look a little bit stupid. Like what's the guy that's with him the whole time? The chief's son. Yeah. What the, uh, but I think that he was put in there as more of a comedic relief character. Essentially, yeah. And that's how most audience people are going to portray it. But you know the lens that people watch movies with now. It's like, well, what can we find to be offended with? Yeah. So looking back now, they're, they're actually saying that they would have preferred a rated R rating on it. And I, I, I call that into question. I'm like, how the fuck does that even happen? How does that get an R rating, that movie? I don't know. There's no cursing in it. No, no cursing. There's, There's no, no extreme blood. extreme violence. There's no gore. No. Like, how can you classify that as an R-rated movie? I don't know. I don't know. Again... And I, I didn't find it to be racist either. No, I, I didn't get that take on it. No. But, like, watching it, it's kind of... I don't know what angle these people are taking to try and understand it through that context. It makes no sense to me. So... Watching the only it. thing I found out of place as far as like the natives go yeah. is the chief of the Wachati. In what regard? Just <laughs> they just cast some some fat guy. Yeah, Bob Orby. <laughs> like how did like how did you become leader? You can barely fucking walk. Yeah, but maybe that's just over. And even look, it, oh. it really drove it home at the end part when they're about to engage in battle, and he starts sort of running into the fight. Everyone's running ahead of the cunt. Yeah, he can barely walk. But um, all I heard was bah, 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 bah. That's true. There's <laughs> actually uh, a bit of story behind that though, because in African cultures, those people who are considered like larger, like yeah. overweight, yeah. were considered wealthy and respected because they had access to food. Yeah. Whereas those who were skinny and like it were kind of just the henchmen. Um, right, okay. That's where that kind of age of entitlement sort of came from. Mm. Um, but interesting fact, Ikwensuacha mm. is not actually an African word. Ikwensuacha. Ikwensuacha. Um, it's a Chinese slur on Westerners. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so that kind of threw me off. And I, I was like, I'm sort of surprised that seeing as they're having African tribes, yeah. they wouldn't have found out what the, I guess, the Swahili word for white devil would be. Yeah, I know, but maybe there was no actual translation for it. So I don't know, that's just a possibility. But, um, you know, people aren't going to understand fucking the language unless you're from fucking the Republic of Congo um, and know what he's talking about. So in this case, using a fucking Chinese slur, like, you don't bat an eyelid, I don't bat an eyelid. We're yeah, just kind of... Ikwetsuwacha! Ikwetsuwacha! Ebabobi! Ikwetsuwacha! Ebabobi! Ebabobi! And I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same thing with Shikaka. Yeah, that's true. With the word Shikaka. It's just funny because it, it has kaka in it, so it's funny. Shish kebab! Chicago. Shawshank Redemption. Chicago! You're out of here! Go on. Go on. Not to mention that part. Tells the chief to get out. I know. What? And the chief is like stunned, like a stunned muller. He's like, like well, what the fuck? All right, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. Like, what? <laughs> okay. 
Um, but I even noticed, like, when I said to you before, like, just Jim's portrayal of Ace. Yeah. Found it very different to compared to what he was like in Ace 1. In what sense? Is that he acted, it was a mix of, like, a heart, like a actually very smart and switched on detective, but with the mind of a 10-year-old. In the body of a 10-year-old, in the way he acts. Oh, yeah. Oh, honestly, some of the mannerisms... Like we mentioned, how many t- how many different walks he had? I think ev- almost every scene he had a different style of like a different stride. Yeah, he he would walk differently in every scene. And I kind of would love to get into the mind of Jim Carrey and kind of say, well, is that something planned or is that something that you just do when you start filming? Like, yeah. it'd, I'd be really curious to know. Like, is that off the cuff? Uh, do, do you think about it as you do it? Well, like, what is it? Like that yeah. baffles me that he can do that so well. Yeah, it's almost like a strut. Like in one of his walks, like a strut, and he does like the, I guess the what would you call it, the pigeon? Oh, yeah, it's kind of like a swagger thing, like he does, but like bobbing his head in the process. Yeah, but like very exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. Everything he like does in that is exaggerated. Fucking, I love it. I still love it. Oh, you can't, oh, I can't fault it. Like no. honestly, I love it that much. Yeah. Um, but I do love that part when, obviously, they're doing. He's meeting the chief for the first time. <laughs> And then the chief decides to spit on his face as a... (laughs) Oh my goodness. That is a great sign of respect. The chief must really like you. And like... (laughs) This is the the chief's son. I can't remember his name. I do. I can't remember his name. The the missionaries taught him a spot of English when they came (laughs) through the village. I like you. Uda. 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 I like you. <laughs> well, let me show you my appreciation. That part still grosses me out now. Oh, it's more just like, yeah, the sounds are bad. It's a mix bad, of the sounds with after out. out and they're all fucking mucusy and dripping. like. And fucking Fulton yuck. is like walking out. He's wiping it off his nose. Oh, and it's just like, oh man, you've this... eaten that. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Oh, that's a mucus party. Oh, oh, oh bypass yuck. the juice party and go straight to mucus party. Oh. That's that's oh, unpleasant. Just it was just gross. Horrible thoughts. Fucking. What would you say <laughs> is kind of like the standout scene in that for you? Like that you absolutely were in hysterics when you watched it. Oh my god. Oh shit. There's too many. I don't have one. I think mine would definitely have to be... Oh, actually, you know what? Yeah, I know. I what? know. And I think yours and mine will be the same. Okay. <laughs> the projection room. Okay. Ev- <laughs> yes, the projection room. But everything leading into the projection room as well. Do not pass go. Oh, Do not collect $200. Yeah. The whole... I guess the whole scene in the console. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But starting from... Uh, when he first first meets Cadbury, yeah, and, and he get, <laughs> grabs his whip, but the, even yeah, 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 and then the horse rolls up and then grabs it from under his arm. Well, the horse didn't seem to mind. <laughs> oh fuck! And even like when he's like, all right, follow me, and they're sort of walking, and Ace is just trail behind him trying to flick the whip out of underneath his arm. <laughs> he's just kind of got like. Again, this thing where I don't think any of that would be planned. Like, you can't imagine him sitting with the script going, okay, I need to tap the whip. Yeah. Like, all I can't that imagine be... something in the, in the script saying, Ace taps whip while walking behind him. No, like, no. I don't see that. Or you're mocking him when he's walking behind him. Yeah. At, like, even that whole flat tire. <laughs> I think even parts like that. Aren't yeah. planned. Yeah, exactly. But it would. But it shows also the chemistry between him and Ian McNeil. 
McNeese. McNeese. Uh, the guy who plays um, Fulton Greenwall. Fulton Greenwall. Yeah. Um, just the the chemistry they would have had to be able to do jokes like that off the cuff without sort of. They would have had a chemistry on set. Oh, They'd have to definitely. Um, but I just wonder what sort of chemistry they had offset though as because well. Because you even notice, I think I don't know if it was planned in the scene or it was just a knee jerk reaction that yeah. that Ian had in the projection room as he's doing the, like as he's doing like the I guess the the bird shadow puppet yeah. when he's eating the guy's <coughs> balls. It cuts over to Ian and he's pissing himself. That that's hundred percent not part of it. No, I reckon he was it was just knee jerk. And the director would have loved would, that that yeah. he that was part of it. Yeah, because it makes the Greenwall character a little bit more related to Ace. Is like yeah. he's got more of a sense of humor. Hundred percent. Like, a little bit more childlike, if you get me. And I kind of feel like Fulton's kind of just at that stage where he just has to play along. Like he has no other choice. Like you think about. The whole slinky thing. Yeah. Coming down the stairs. And he's yeah. like, oh, you know, but come on, we've got to get a move on. We've got to get a move on. Can you imagine how fucking long that slinky would have taken to get down those stairs? <laughs> Everyone loves a slinky. slinky you gotta, gotta get, get a slinky. Slinky, 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 you slinky. Go, slinky, go. No. Oh, man. Can you believe <laughs> that? It was right, right there. there. <laughs> Might have to give him one more try. <laughs> But after watching that particular scene with the Slinky, how badly did you want a, a metal Slinky? I know, I wanted to try Like, you it. wanted a proper metal Slinky. I know, not but the I'm shitty, like... Not the shitty rainbow plastic ones we used to oh, get as they kids. They were terrible. They were terrible. They tangled in two seconds. But you wanted a proper metal Slinky. I know, I know. And the thing was, like, I thought, where the fuck do I find somewhere that's got stairs like that? Or where the fuck do you find a metal Slinky? Well, yeah, they're not really a thing anymore, are they? No. Which is kind of weird because I remember the last time I, feel I like found that would one. Me for hours. Last time I found one was in an arcade. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a while ago then. Yeah. Jesus. Like you fucking collect your tickets and. But it's like you made a point in saying, thinking. "What do kids play with these days?" Oh, if you're going back to the was it the nostalgia yeah. episode? Yeah. 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 yeah no, you're right. Like it's... simple things like a slinky could have amused me for fucking hours, and it did. Yeah, literally. It really did until it tangled and then you got upset. But a metal slinky that that has potential to injure someone. Because do you remember with the plastic slinkies, I'd hold it like one end and throw it at people. <laughs> Imagine doing that with like a metal slinky. It'd be like fucking scorpion's arrow coming out of his hand. Get over here! <laughs> yeah, yelling that out as I do it. Of course you did. It like impales in the cunt's neck and just rips oh, out an aorta. Jesus. Yeah, it's a bit okay, extreme. That is a bit extreme. Yeah. Did you sharpen the slinky? Nah, but like, you know how it curls, 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 and then it comes to like a point? Yeah, but it's not sharp enough to fucking rip out an aorta. Look, just knowing me, that'd be my luck. Murphy's Law. Yeah, yeah. If it's going to happen, it'll happen. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> but even like, like if we're going to, to the funny scenes of the movie, like they really don't stop the funny scenes. No, They're it just carries consistent. through. Because like when you think Goes about from it from the, the start. the scene to getting on the plane and doing the animal noises. Or there's... Something wing, something, and that's throwback to the dead zone. Yeah, because that was yeah. him impersonating William Shatner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love that. Yeah. Love that. Gets off the plane. There, gets off the plane. Then we got the Ch- and you, chitty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. We now love I'm, you. I'm, hey. Now I'm actually hey. rapt to know that that chitty chitty bang bang little skit that he did yeah. when they were driving through the jungle was improv. But do you know why it was improv? Why? Because he forgot his lines. <laughs> That was the whole thing why he went into song because he was bouncing around and yeah. you know how he starts exaggerating that? Yeah. He realised that he'd forgotten his lines. So when they got into the jungle scene, he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. What do I do? What do I do? And it then started singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. But 
honestly, I couldn't imagine that scene any other way. Yeah, I know. It and, makes and so much sense. The thing is sense. that it looks so na- like it just seems like a thing that Ace would do. Oh, without question. Like I feel the character like, Ace Ventura, it's something that you would picture him like, yeah, he'd do that. But it's kind, buy it. it's kind of weird. Like, I look at um, Jim Carrey now, right? Shitty! <laughs> um, and what throws me off is going from the person he was throughout the 90s, early 2000s of making movies and stuff, to then be this like kind of serious, withdrawn activist, really like... Contemplative style Artist Basically yeah um, And like What You know the Sonic movie That's coming out Yeah That's kind of the first thing He's dabbled in In many years No it's not What The later The newest Dumb and Dumber Well yeah But ha- yeah. when did that come out It wasn't that long ago Let me like have a two, look. three years ago I think Dumb and Dumber Well when Harry Met no, Lloyd no, no, Was no. 2003 And then Dumb and Dumber 2 was 2014 So five years ago Five years ago So it wasn't that long ago But still In movie terms That's quite a while It is So it's just kind of strange Oh they did a Dumb and Dumber series mm-hmm. Oh my god It's horrid Yeah I don't doubt that um, <clears throat> But it's just strange Like It's kind of the de-evolution Of Jim Carrey mm. um, Which is fucked Because You would have thought That the props that he'd scored himself That he would always Would have been One of the first go-to people for comedies Yeah um, Like as I said You know If Robin Williams Didn't pass away yeah. Would he still be One of the big actors now You'd have to assume I think he so. would be The big actors But I don't think That he would be doing A lot of comedies I think no, he'd be going More in He would have gone Serious route Because you look at Good Will Hunting Because what was that Other movie that he did Later on it was One of the I guess it was a thriller like One hour photo Yeah Yeah, yeah. Him and that, that was fucking he creeped very fuck different for yeah. Robin Williams. Like, holy Yeah, God, but he did that right. part really, really well. Oh, yeah. So, so I think he would have gone more in that route. Yeah, which, that doesn't surprise me. Because yeah. he always had the acting chops to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like with Jim Carrey, he was kind of very one-dimensional. Honk, 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 honk. I am still away. Yeah. So that's clearly the credentials of Jim Carrey's acting chops. Um, oh, fuck. What was I it say? still makes me piss myself. Again, is that off the cuff? I really hope it was. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to do some research after this because I really want to find out if it is. Yeah. Because if that isn't, holy shit. Can you imagine how hard that would have been? What? He, like being able to come up with it in the midst of filming. Like, especially that, that sounds, part where he's covered him up. Yeah, but it sounds like a very Jim Carrey thing to do. Oh, 100%. Like, it just sounds like something that only someone like... He'd do so do. much ad-lib on set, it's not funny. Oh, yeah. I would lo- I would have loved if, like, if they actually had footage of the outtakes or just... But have you, ever, scenes have you that... ever checked for any of that? No. We might have to suss that after the pod. I think so. Because that would really be interesting to see, so like Jim Carrey outtakes. Takes he does of different scenes. Like, yeah. Jesus, how much could he add in? But do you think? But then he... it makes me think that maybe like certain things. I don't say that he didn't enjoy doing it, but if you see those sort of scenes, you see him sort of playing around with the role and whatnot. Yeah. You might think maybe he had more fun than what's been let on. Yeah, I think it was basically more the contract side of things and the admin-based stuff of trying to get a movie organised. Yeah. But I think in the midst of him doing it... Yeah, I think once he got to shooting, from what it looked like, it looked like he had fun with the movie. But again, you know, that's that's our perception of it. 
Yeah. So who knows? You may but have I'd done like the scene, to, finished off, and I fucked like off. To, but I'd like to think that if someone's not really that into the movie or isn't having fun, you'd be able to tell through their performance. Uh, yes and no. Because of the versatility of that actual acting performance, like it, it wasn't much. Like he did the same shit all the time. So kind of for me, I feel like what he did when he was in the midst of filming is exactly him. And we know what to expect with that. So we're not worried about any deviations because we go into that film knowing exactly what it's going to be like in terms of his acting. Mm. Um, if he was pissed off, then you know he'd still be able to put on a face and just do the normal Jim Carrey comedy and then fuck off. But I don't think it, it would have been as funny if he, re- if he wasn't having fun with it. True, true. No, look, I see both sides. I truly do. Because it, most of it, it seems like he's actually having fun with the role. Yeah. It doesn't look like he's just doing it out of obligation. It looks like he's actually having fun. Yeah, I, I suppose it just kind of throws a little bit of spatter in the works. And maybe that is the case because they kind of let him sort of do his thing and... Have a bit of free reign. And have a bit of free reign. And with your mate as why, the director. Yeah, and that's probably why it looked like he had more fun because he's like, all right, I don't have to stick too closely to the script. I'll just do my thing. Yeah, no, and that's like, true. okay, cool. Yeah. And it fucking worked. It really did. Hell yeah. It was fucking... Like, I still love this movie. I really do. But, like, you know, obviously we've done movie reviews and shit in the past. Yep. Um, and there's kind of a lot we can discuss in terms of thematics and ideas behind it and all that sort of shit and what, you know, made us think. But well, going back to that question, like, yep. last year, with, like, underlying themes and whatnot, I think there are a couple in there that they tried to put forward but didn't draw too much focus to it. Definitely okay. was the whole cruelty to animals thing. Okay. That was, I think that was definitely, like, it wasn't, it was a theme, but it wasn't, like, in your face. Yeah, yeah. If you get me, because they had the whole, like, obviously, um, the very scene, like, the scene at the start with the love for animals and... Yeah, but when he was talking about it. falling off the cliff. Yeah. Right? And then he's so distraught over it. Yeah. Um, then you've got the little scene in, uh, Quinton's zoo. Office. Where they got, oh, yeah, in the office, when he walks into Cadbury's office, he sees the fucking taxidermy. How's he do it? Yeah, that's that's definitely your forte at that part. <laughs> um, but yeah, how he reacts to seeing all of that and like and just that little comment. Uh, is there anything wrong, Ace? This is a lovely room of death. No, no, nothing. This is a lovely room of death. <laughs> Take her now, bye bye then. There's a little comment like lovely room of death. Yeah. I think it kind of speaks a little bit to sort of like, okay. That shit's not cool. That's definitely looking at it on a deeper level. I, well, look, I'm trying no, no, to no, look no. at it at a different perspective. Yeah, no, but that makes sense. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, like what I was reading before, you know, that he had a real problem with them making him, um, you know, paranoid and scared of bats. Because, you know, being the ultimate animal lover, mm. like it kind of goes against the scripting of what they're trying to portray in that character. Mm. Um, so I kind of feel like... I understand I where he's made coming that from. Work in this, like in the movie, because, like I was saying before, he's like a ten-year-old kid. Yeah. And all the all kids like as much have as one they, fear. Like, they have that one little thing that they just like. What was yours? Them out. There's many. There was many. Spiders. Spiders. Snakes. Heights. Fucking. There's plenty. Heights. I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan of heights as a kid. Really? Yeah. What's like the highest thing you've gone on? Boy, I don't remember. Have you ever done a high ropes course? Why the fuck would I do that? I don't know. I'm just asking like through school or anything. Would I, why would I ever do something that active? Oh, okay. Do I look like some, an active person? Hell no. Hell no. Yes, I'm. <laughs> yes, I'm, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Um, <coughs> yeah, so you had that part. There was also in the like in the zoo. Remember when he's in the zoo? Oh. And he's about to catch a Quinton Beck. Not Quinton Beck. Quinton, whatever his name yeah. is. Uh, the guy with the, the pet raven. Yes, 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 right? yes. Uh, how he kind of went over all the animals that were trapped in the cages. Yes. And him sort of going, you'll make it here. And the whole his whole thing of like trying to capture the white bat because he wanted to boost sales. It's yeah. Like, That's not cool as well. It's like basically animal slave trading sort of thing. Um, you also had the, in the consulate at the party when he sees the lady wearing like the... The fur. The fox fur. Yeah. And the kind of freaks out instantly and just like has to break everything in what he's in the conversation right there. He's like, excuse me, and walks right through people, yeah. straight to them. Yeah. That's quite a wipe you're wearing. Perhaps I can get you some fluffy new slippers made from the hands of innocent and defenseless baby seals. Seals. So I think that was the, like that whole theme of animal Another cruelty. one of those activists. Activists. Mm, activists. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, but no, that, I think the whole animal cruelty thing was definitely in there. Mm. Um, Do what you think about it. There's really no... Ad- how would I explain this? Without it being a documentary, how many like animal cruelty movies have you actually watched lately? Lately? In the vein of that, lately, yeah, I don't really. No, but I'm just saying for them to be no, honest. No, no, I know. I'm in the same boat. But what I'm saying is, I watch a lot of fucking movies. Oh, yeah. I have not seen anything as prominent as that in terms of animal activism. And I know it's done with a comedic spin, but still, like, I don't see that in film for yeah. something that's so contentious now with like vegans and meat eating and all that sort yeah. of shit. How has that not been? part of movies because like I look at this this is fuck this is getting onto a train of thought here for me okay so obviously when the whole gay movement came in and everyone started you know embracing the idea that you know we can be openly gay and all that sort of shit um and then you had your gay pride march and all that the film film was what I noticed took the biggest left turn because there were so many characters and so many like movies that were then based on people coming out and then, you know, gay relationships and people dealing with gay relationships. So it's kind of like, you know, for a time in which we are obviously in now, in which it's, you know, animal activism, preserving animals and conserving the environment and all that. How have we not started to take, you know, a path down that which in terms I'm, of film? Which I'm kind of surprised in that vein as as to why Jim Carrey wouldn't, doesn't want to do another Ace Ventura. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if he's into that whole scene of like, uh, non, like he's against animal cruelty. And yeah. Sort of, and he, if he does things with Peter and he's a, like a vegetarian or a vegan or whatever, wouldn't Ace be pretty much the best character to kind of You'd do a think movie so. with that sort of theme? You'd like, think so. If you want to get a message out there and make it mainstream, fucking do another Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yeah, you, like the, you, you like, could. You could you could make him the fucking I guess a like a I guess an animal rights sort of figurehead. And, and you know what? Like you could even think of it in the sense that if they were to do something like that again, it wouldn't necessarily have to be with the dumb humor that they used initially. Ah, you'd have to have it in there. Because it wouldn't fly with audiences these days. Like there people would find a lot of problems with Ace Ventura now. So I kind of think you could do it. You don't think they'd stand for him talking at his butt? Probably not, because like some people are going to find that funny, others aren't. Animals of the jungle, lend me your ears. (laughs) Basically, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You used to be gay. I forgot about that part. Oh my God. Fucking hell. Did you scare you? 
<sighs> he got me. <laughs> I was not expecting the surprise shakaka. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, like and I, I didn't find, get down on one knee. I find that if he were to do an animal activist kind of new take on it, like a modern spin on it, you'd still have that incorporation of dumb humor. Yeah, you'd have to. But I think ultimately they'd be trying to get more of the themes and yeah. a multi-layered film across mm. as opposed to just being one-dimensional, let's make people laugh. But do you think that's because of that's more of a modern filmmaking style? Well, you're going to appeal to a lot more audiences doing it in that vein. That's the only thing. Whereas because if- you'd have a mix of getting... I guess a more modern and newer audience to go watch the movie. Yeah. But you'd also have the people of the like, classic want to watch it for nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. Because like, oh, Ace Ventura, fuck yeah, with Jim Carrey, yeah. It, they would comp- do the most amazing disservice to that movie if they ever did a new one and didn't have him as Ace. Yeah, no, you can't have anyone else play Ace Ventura. No, you just you no. can't. No one can. That would be highly, pull that highly off. disappointing if oh, they yeah. did. That's yeah. kind of. You know, when they made remade Jumanji for me, mm. they completely butchered it yeah. on so many levels. Look, I didn't even bother watching it, to yeah, be honest. Because for me, without Robin Williams, I don't want to watch it. I watched it on a plane, and I kind of was hoping that the plane would take a nosedive after that. <laughs> That's how I was feeling after that. So, as you can imagine, there was quite a bit but of I disappointment. I can't believe how well this new Jumanji It's been done. received? Yeah, I know. But I don't understand how... Look, I, uh, maybe because I haven't seen it. That's why I can't understand why it's done so well. And even to the point where it's even gotten a sequel. Yeah. But... Do you know what it, Do you know what it is? Like, the new Jumanji does it in a style, like, gameplay as in an actual game. Yeah. Not a board game. Yeah. And that's the revision that they've probably made to appeal to more audiences now. Which I don't like. I Like, stick true to what the formula is. Yeah. That's how it but became it successful. But don't they explain in the movie how it goes from being a board game to a video game? Yeah, because like essentially like it's a it's, magical object. So yeah, but like it's turned into like a little box like that they play. Yeah, and like oh they they've all got the tension together and then they're like oh let's play this game and they pick their characters and then they all get sucked into the TV and it's just kind of like oh really like what have you done mm. like that's train wreck man. Yeah, I think it was just going with the theme of what a lot of well. <laughs> I'm going to sound a little bit biased here. Yeah. But it's going to sound in the vein of how a lot of... <laughs> Movies lot, are heading down. No, no, no. Huh? How a lot of animes have been coming out now. The whole thing of um, someone in the real world being sucked into a video game yeah. and it's like real life. Yeah, 100%. Because that's becoming more of a reality It's a very popular us. genre now. Yes. Uh, like it's gamer. known as Isekai. Okay. There's Ga- that style. There's Gamer. There's... Uh, what's the one? That, that's with Gerard Butler. Gamer, yeah. And then what was the... Ready Player One. Ready Player One. There's well, I look at like I, Tron, Tron, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> uh, it's been in there for a while. I had cramps, so oh. I need to push it out. Sorry. <laughs> I hope the cam- I hope the microphone picked that up. Hundred percent, it hasn't. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Your crones infested. Bastard. I know that was a mad part. <laughs> Okay, but anyways, back to the point. <laughs> well, we're going to have to conquer this laugh first because Go we on, ain't going keep anywhere. Keep going, keep going. No, I don't because I'm distracted by the fart. <laughs> Stop bringing it up! Sorry, I've still got like gas in my belly. <laughs> oh, you've got so I know water. there's plenty more. I've been oh, farting all day. Oh, no, no. So I apologise. <laughs> They're not like the smelly sort. They're kind of just like the, the air. 
Yeah, we just need to expel gases Speaking from the stomach. Speaking of farts, do you, do you remember? Do you remember laughing at the part where he's um, where he's infiltrating the Wachutus and he does and the fart <laughs> under the arm? Yeah, such a fucking kid. <laughs> As a kid, though, how many fucking times did you do that? When I was never able to do it. Why? I still can't do it to this day. Really? I can only do it when I'm in the shower. Oh my god! I every time my old man used to sit down, I'd be sitting there and I'd just go. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. You do that now with anybody. Yeah, all right. But, but instead of doing it under your armpit, you just mouth. go. You just go. Yeah. So I've kind of upgraded. It's more or audible this way. Upgraded or downgraded? You just got lazy. No, I didn't get lazy, but I just kind of felt like it all sounded the same when you do it under your arm. Yeah. Like literally, everyone sounds the same. <laughs> what oh, are I just we co- doing? I copped an airy to the face. Then when I did, it was like. Right, it smells good, but anyway. As opposed to what other sound? What, what do you typical. mean? The typical is the <laughs> that sort of sound, but you kind of just get different decibel meters of coming from either end. God's sake! Anyways, back to the point. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Slight fucking tangent about farts. As that per tangent, usual. let's just give it a take here now. Bye bye then. Yeah. Um. What were we saying? You t- <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking. I'm throwing a spanner in the works. Tony is completely brain farting right well, now. I can't remember. Well, you're brain farting as well. You can't remember what the hell you were even talking about. We were talking about themes. Okay, Activism, yeah. I think he was talking stuff. about the whole disservice to yes, the movie yes. if they cast anyone else other than Jim Carrey. Yeah, so like I, I'd have, I'd take real offense if they ever recreated Patch Adams. Okay. If That's Robin Williams. Don't touch that ever again. Jumanji was Robin Williams. Don't touch that ever again. Yeah, I look at what. Oh, that's what we were talking about. Just the whole genre of um, of making movies where you're sucked into a video game. Yeah, yeah. So there's quite a few, and like that genre, like you said, is becoming a lot more prominent now because of the audiences that it's able to pull in. Like they know they've already got a winning formula when you bring gaming into the mix. People are going to watch it. Like you think about it. Like let's say if they were to do a movie where. Let's say a kid gets sucked into the Fortnite universe. Oh my god. Man, that would fucking... That would blow Avatar and all these other movies out of the water. yeah, because you'd have all the fucking... As you like to call them, nerd burgers. Yeah, they are. Going to fucking watch it. Yeah, peasants fucking play Fortnite. (laughs) Sick cunts play PUBG. We're in the same vein. Like, if they did a movie where someone got sucked into PUBG. Or any sort of battle royale. But I, I don't mind the idea of that. But do it in a cool way. Like... Fortnite, again, you're appealing to a cheesy young audience. Oh. PUBG, but I, I, obviously I wouldn't name it that. Look, there's a few, there's a, there's a couple of shows that I could show you that have done in that sort of style. Like what? Froth it. They're mostly animes. But, I, I, but see, I, don't, I, want to, I want to watch live action with that. Yeah. And I, the only one I've ever seen that is reminiscent of that was like Predators. Okay. Like being dropped on the Predator's home planet and it's a game reserve and it's like, well, we need to have to fend for ourselves now. We need to figure out how to get off this. Oh. Um, but I definitely would like to see like a full-blown, kind of horror-inspired based battle royale. Of course you with horror. But just like a, a more darker version of it. Like be graphic, be gory. Like Slender Man. <laughs> if anyone's seen Slender Man, like I hope you fucking die. <laughs> Honestly, it's the shittest fucking piece of shit that's ever come out of fucking horror horror cinematic universe. Oh, oh what a disaster, you white-headed fuck. In your shit suit. What a bust that was. 
Sorry, that really pissed me off. <laughs> oh man, that that's as bad as what's the thing I normally crack it about? Twilight. Oh, Twilight. Don't even get me started on Twilight. But anyways, back to yeah, Ace sorry. Ventura. Yeah. So yeah, there, I think there was that was one of the major underlying themes yeah. that I found, and of course, is the typical. I guess. Um, I guess I'd put it into the whole thing of um, like rich white people taking advantage of natural resources and, and people who live yeah and live in a certain country take advantage of the resources that yeah they have. and you know what like that that's kind of a prominent theme through a lot of cultural movies like that like mm-hmm. when you think about it a lot of the tribes people are kind of just huh? okay 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 we don't have a choice in the matter yeah which is or they just get completely out muscled yeah very quickly yeah because essentially like a lot of them are portrayed still in their primitive ways which there still are some tribes out there that are like that. Well, there's an Amazonian tribe yeah, that I remember the article. Completely untouched by man. That when they like, flew sorry, a helicopter. Civilization. Wow. Wow, I struggled to spit that one out. Syphilis about four times. But yeah, the plane fucking flew over and they were throwing spears at it. Like, that's how untouched these people are, which is kind of crazy. But in my head, I'm just like, fucking leave them alone. If they want to live life like that, leave them. The thing is, they know they don't know any better. I know. Which would be imagine that just not having a conception of today's world. Yeah, literally, the only thought that goes through your head is, okay, wake up, need to hunt. Yeah. To gather food. Basically, need to hunt to survive. It. Yeah, and that's pretty much all you think about yeah. is how to survive. There's no money involved. There's no economy. There's none of that bullshit. No. Wow, wow. Imagine living like that. I can't. Yeah, I know. The but world without internet. Fuck. Yeah, but what did you do before internet? We discussed that a couple of weeks Exactly ago. my point. So you can function without it. It's just you've built a dependability on it now. Like it what functions you, for your what life. What would you bat over? Like, well, I'd go back to like fucking home, homewares mags and shit. You don't have magazines though. What do you mean? If we're going like native like, like, like those Amazonians. Oh, what would you bat over? You just, you, there's women walking around half naked. Yeah, but that'd be, you'd be desensitized to it because you see it every day. Oh, regardless. And imagine you're walking through the town and your fucking mum's tits are flopping about. Well, again, you're, you're used to it. That's just part of your life growing up. Exactly, so what would you bat to? Well, just boobs in general. You just sit in your hut <laughs> with your leaf, move your leaf and you just fucking knock one out. Jizz on the floor and you're done. Oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like that mucus party, but your oh, hut's just a no. jizz party. Imagine taking a blue light to some of those huts. Oh god. Yeah. Fucking hell, we ventured off so fucking. But there was, this one was always going to have tangents. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, like, because how do me and you fill an hour of literally just talking about how much we love Ace Ventura? Yeah, I know we could have just sat there reciting lines, but it Which kind of does. Kind of did. Yeah, but it doesn't really add to much. Like you want to have a bit of flavor to it. Yeah, yeah, we definitely, yeah. 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 But honestly, I don't think there's too much more that we can say about it apart yeah. from the fact that... We both love the movie. It's still funny as fuck. Yeah. And that I still like to think that Jim Carrey had fun with it and he didn't hate it all that much. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll do our research once we finish this. Yeah. And have a look. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but what else is there? No, well, not much. But all I know is that... Actually, yes. That's one more thing I want to bring up. Okay. The the part at the end when he find when the when they finally get married. You're a stuttering dog tonight. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 leave me alone. I've been working all day. Yeah. So the part at the end when they finally yeah. the princess <laughs> and the retreated prince get married and he comes out skits in it because apparently she's not a virgin. Now and not one part of the movie did I see where Ace well 
because they kind of lead that Ace was the one that did her it. virginity, yeah, yeah. right? But at what point did they did they have sex? Because I didn't see that at all. Yeah. Well, because like of, I was explaining, just... I saw them that they kind of she was trying to seduce him. Um, they had that quick little tongue kiss. He said no, 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 no. Resisted. Yeah. And then it gets to the scene where he's in the hut and it looks like he's jacking off. Yeah. Right. But. Where else did they have that I don't know, kind I don't of know. interaction? I like, can't answer that because maybe that was just kind very, of something that seemed, they fucked up. It seemed up. very sort of out of place. It's just like they were struggling to think of how to end the movie. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know what I can reply to that. Okay, because... if, if you were going to choose a, an alternate ending for the movie, how you would have thought how it would have ended? How would you have thought? Oh my God, you put me on the spot here. Um, Let me have a think. Because the one that I can think of is that they get married, they walk into the hut where like obviously we're... They just keep keep shakaka. Yeah, and they realise that it's the wrong bat. Okay, that'd be funny. Or and then they, the bat and was then, dead, and then that's why they're angry at Ace. Or it was a dummy bat, like a fake bat. Yeah, and then the, again, that's why they get angry at Ace. Yeah, yeah. Now that obviously would have made more sequential storyline. Would have made it sense. Would have made it make sense. Yeah, but. I'm not going to hold it against them for that. No, it's, like, because, it's, not, a, it's not a deal breaker. No, like at the end of the day, you're overthinking it to the point where it's like we're coming up with alternate endings. Yeah, it's force of habit. That's yeah, I know. Do. I know. True. That's very true. How would you have wanted? How would you have made it end? I, I, I do like the idea that it would have been like a dummy or a fake bat. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been hilarious yeah. because someone's gone into like obviously feed it or something and it's sitting on its thing and it's just collapsed like a rubber doll. So I, I think that would be funny in my head. Um, but I would have liked to have seen more of the kinship and the uniting of all the clans and Ace having some big part in that, like him being worshipped as, you know, something crucial to the tribes now. I yeah. think that would have been pretty funny. So you would have preferred to see him become part of the tribes as opposed to being out, like run out. Like yeah. That. And even like doing like a mass... Shakaka game with all the tribes. That would have been a great ending. Yeah. Shakaka. Like before with a everyone goes in, one more something. thing. Shakaka. <laughs> just goes down. I think it'd be hilarious. Um, so yeah, that's probably the way I would have taken it. If anything, yeah, that, that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have actually been really funny if they ended <laughs> like that. <laughs> Shakaka. Like he's standing there with like a megaphone, he taps it, and then he's like, Shakaka. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that would have been fucking good. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still fucking hilarious. It it's is. It's still a great movie. Yeah. And it's still better than number one. I don't care what anyone Hands else down. has to say about it. Whoever thinks that number one is the better of the two, you're just wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. Plain you're wrong. Simple. You're plain wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've established that. That's, you're wrong. It is. I, I agree. Because we, we, we gave you the reasons why and we showed and we gave you the actual, and the actual statistics think- of why if you think number one is better please comment and let us know why and then go jump off the west and then we'll debunk you and tell you to get fucked yeah so that's kind of my take I like it yeah I like it alright to finish it off favourite scene favourite scene still for me hands down the projection room yeah I can't go past it no Um, you're right you're right even I think a close second would be him uh, Ace's introduction to the tribe Excuse me, but your balls are showing. Yeah. That leading into the hut and yeah. then the drama that goes on in the hut. Yeah. They're probably definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I definitely think the, the projection room is my favorite part because that's the part that 
you know, when you're watching it like with friends or whatever, and the park comes up, you kind of do that like the tapping. I know, and I'm like, I oh know. my god, here it comes! <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. just get all excited and giddy, like. <laughs> yeah, it kind of rekindles why you laughed in the first place. Even like just as soon as he walks in, just where he sits, and he sits like proper posture, back straight, and his head's blocking the projector. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, fucking typical. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's fucking great. Yeah. But anyways, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. There we go. A little bit of a short one this week. Yeah. But, you know, there's only so much we can say about Ace Ventura. I think we did, there's considering not, there was 20 minutes look, of tangents. Yeah, 20 minutes of tangents. We can't really knock it because we both love the movie. Yeah. So it's, well, what do you say about it? Yeah. How much? Get you, on it. How much can you suck Ace's proverbial dick? That's true. Really? Plenty. Oh, yeah. And we, I think we've done that over a long period of time anyway. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so that's a wrap. Mm. There we go. So if you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go like and subscribe us on our social media platforms. So on Instagram at Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter Rebels Without a 1, and Facebook Rebels Without a Clue Podcast. Yes. You can also, fo- you can also subscribe to us on our po- on many podcast platforms. Um, some includes, well, some includes SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, iTunes, Podcast... Uh, oh my God. Um... Uh, Crap, I've lost my flow. Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox. Uh, Majority of the many podcast platforms. Yeah, and many, many others. Yep. So, yeah, you can find us out there at Rebels Without a Clue. And what about yourself, Tony? Uh, if you want to follow me personally, you can follow me on Instagram at tboner80figs. I'm going to do a Brad here. That's T-B-O-N-E-R-8-0-F-I-G-S. And you can find me on Instagram at tboner18. That's t b o n e r one eight. Nice. And for myself, you can follow me at Braddles2505. It's B-R-A-D-E-L-S 2505 on Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat, all at the same handle. And there we go. That's a wrap. Hey, Bubba-O-B. Hey, Bubba-O-B. And we're done. So until next time, guys, I think I might change it at the end this time. Okay. So I'm not going to give it a dot. What are we going to give it? give it something different. Let's do it. I'll go with the theme of the episode. So until next time, guys... Chicago! Chicago! Eva Bobby! Eva Bobby!